0: hey
1: man long time no talk george we took That's a good. couple of took a couple of weeks off there
0: couple of weeks off had some had some big uh family doings on year end of the end of the thing from what i understand
1: we did my son got married on uh a week a week uh week before saturday the 23rd and uh we lucked out on the weather um the weather nice. you know if we've been 91 like it's been around here <laughs> that that would have been too much. It was a perfect day, yeah. And uh, he's got a good group of friends, and they they danced the night away, and it was it was really a good time. So,
0: Excellent. well, well, congratulations, Tim. What what's the name of the young bride?
1: Allison.
0: Allison. Okay. I'm yep. pretty sure I met her. Okay. Yep. You yeah.
1: did. And um, I had a my dad had an uncle who was named Allison. So. There's another Allison Stone floating around now. Perfect. And well, you've got you've got something coming up this Saturday. Um, why don't you tell us about that?
0: Uh, well, uh, Saturday, two days from now, my mother will be celebrating her 90th birthday. Uh, we've got got some big doings going on over, over in Parma, having a whole bunch of family family and friends over. Uh, for some person for some cake and punch, so we 're gonna go over and uh and wish her well and uh and she just she just keeps up plugging along so, yeah, she does yep
1: ninety that's excellent, good well, tell her she says happy birthday
0: I shall do that
1: um so that 's why we've been off today uh so this is George and keith's musings um you could google that if you want to find us. We are on the Apple Podcast platform, but we're also on several others. So if you were just to go into Google, uh, it's George and Keith. There's a, an apostrophe in, in there. Musings, but uh, you do that, you'll find us, and you'll be entertained for hours. We've <laughs> got about a, uh, we've got eleven episodes out there. Yeah, and we do. Today we're going to talk about our favorite board games. And uh, I've got them ranked one through ten. George, did you do that too?
0: I've I've done the same. Uh, made made a few quick edits right here at the end, but I think I'm I'm happy with my list right now.
1: Okay, I'm. I think ours are going to be different, but uh, but I'll start number ten.
0: We've said that before. Um,
1: yeah, I know. I've I've been a liar before. <laughs> number right. ten is Mousetrap. Okay. Now, um, not so much the game. Um, it's it's the uh, the game is at the end. You finally get do this Rube Goldberg device. Yeah. Uh, which is like, you know, if you don't know what that is, look it up. But um, you know, you start out. You have to as you go around the board, you build everything, and like a marble falls into a bathtub, and it causes a guy to dive off into a barrel, and finally at the end. The the mouse that got to the end gets caught in this cage, and so yeah. um, got to the point where I never even played the game. Yeah, uh, we would just we would just build the build everything and get it to work. A lot of times you'd have trouble getting that thing to work.
0: Well, and and I had that as a kid too. And you know what? I don't think I ever played the game. I think all I ever did was just I would just build it and then, and then make it work but uh yeah it was, it's like a, a mechanical engineer's uh, dream right he just loves all the all the chain of events that uh, go on to catch catch the mouse so
1: exactly yeah
0: all right Well, that's, that's a go not done didn't make my list but I have good good memories of that one
1: yep um
0: all right my my number 10 it's a fairly recent game and it's a game that I've uh played with my family it, it played uh, more so as my kids have have grown and we played during holidays, but it's a game called Quelf, and it's spelled Q-W-E-L-F. And it's just kind of, it's, it's a really bizarre game where you, you, you know, it's it's kind of a standard board game where you kind of like roll dice and, and move along, but you land on these different colors and then you have to just, and you draw a card and the card will just have you do just these really weird things. Like, uh, it'll instruct you to like, you know, go up upstairs into the closet and, you know, and, and dress yourself up, up in uh, your mother's clothes. And and then, <laughs> and then you, and you, know, and you come back down and then the next person draws a card and it's like, okay, write a person next to you and, you know, and read it to everyone. And then somebody else gets a card that says, you know, every time somebody says the word V, you know, you have to hop up, you know, jump up and wave your arms around your head, over your head or something like that. It's just really the, – the whole point of the game is just to just try and get you to do, like, embarrassing things.
1: And so how do you determine a winner?
0: Well, it, I mean, there were – I mean – ostensibly the winner is whoever gets to the end first by, you know, by performing all these actions on these cards, but really the, the winner is, 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 you know, just whoever, whoever laughs the most, I guess, because that's, that's the whole, the whole point is to just kind of like kind of like lose all your inhibitions and just kind of like do, you
1: know, you know, the somewhat embarrassing stuff. So, So. Yep. 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 I'm looking at it wrong. You're right. I think this is what we're going to run into, George. My games are, although I've played some of those yeah. newer games, I haven't played a lot of them. So we're going to run into. i playing. I'm talking about games that I played when I was a kid and play with my kids. And I think you might be a little bit more hip.
0: Well, I, I don't. I don't know about that because I got. I got some. Well, let's, let's just play this out because I think. It's, I think you'll. You'll be surprised.
1: Okay, number nine for me requires no explanation. It is. Battleship, okay, uh, a nice two-player game, um, good like uh, math skills you needed with your kids and stuff like that. And I haven't played it in years and years and years, but I always like playing it, and everybody knows about Battleship.
0: Well, and there's always the you know what what kind of strategy you're going to use, you know, because you have to you got this this ten by ten grid, and you know I you you do. Different strategies, like you know, you can go. I'm gonna call go every diagonal number from like the upper left to the bottom right, and hopefully I'll hit a few ships in there. And then you know, you maybe cross that up, and and it's and what's funny is that like the first the first ships always to go down are like the the aircraft carrier, right? Because it's so big,
1: right? It's easy
0: to hit, and it's like the little PT boat. That's the one that kind of like scoots all around the board, and you can't ever find that thing.
1: Correct. Correct. And that was a big part of it is. How you set up your boats? You know, if you ever were to, did you ever dare to like put them all together, like right next to each other? Because you know, you'd think the person would once they sink a ship, they're not gonna keep looking in that area. But if they, if all your ships were lined up vertical and they started calling off horizontal numbers, they're gonna have pieces of all your ships. Right. And eventually, they're gonna figure out. They're gonna say. Hey, how come I'm not seeking anything? What's going on here?
0: Right, right. And You could do the one where you like put two chips end to end. So somebody kind of like got five in a row. They say, "Yeah, I have to. I, ha- I have to have sunk something." He said, "Nope, no, you didn't."
1: Because oh, because of the way. You yeah, that's probably that's probably a bad idea too.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, but no, I, I'm not on my list again. But played a mud a lot as a kid. Uh, my All number, right, now my number nine. Uh, is is going to be more kind of in that, in that games you played as as a kid wheelhouse and played this a lot with, with our kids um, as they were growing up. But number nine is, is clue. Uh, clue is you know, the, it's kind of the, the classic board game of, that's a mystery where a, a guy is dead and you have to, to to move your piece all around the house and uh, go to different rooms and, and start accusing people. Um and you know there, and there's some some strategy that goes into that too but uh uh you know i mean it was it was such a such a popular game they they even made a movie out of it with uh, tim curry and a bunch of people so uh
1: yeah i i remember that game i played it now you had the only thing is you had to be in the room yep. that you were accusing the person of of uh killing in that room correct
0: you had to be in the room and then you would like bring the person you're accusing into that room so if, if you ended up actually being the murder, murder, it it got to be kind of hard for you because you're trying to check out all these rooms and people like keep moving you uh, kind of over the board. So,
1: but that's true.
0: But that, that's a pretty fun game.
1: That is a good one. Did make my list, but I, I I gave it some thought. Okay. Um, okay. So number eight is a little bit more of an an adult game. Well, not really an adult game, but um, it's Scrabble. Um, it's okay. just uh, just an old standby, um, I love... and a- as you get older, you get better at it because um, you know you know more words. Than that. The only thing is I don't know all those crazy Q words at the end, like yep. like QO or QUR words. The, and um, the Q words. i the talked to p- yeah, yes, I've talked to people though where they like they hand out that list. As part of the game, just so you can keep it moving when you have those weird yeah. little words. But I've never played it that way. But there's an oldie and a goody for you yet again, um, Scrabble.
0: But it's a it's a great strat. There's great strategy to that game too. Because yeah, you have to know a lot of words. But it's also you know, can you actually build words off of other words and like go in different directions? And you know, can you hit that that, that triple letter or the triple word? So there's a lot yeah. of strategy that goes into it to accumulate a lot of points because you might you might come up with like a what you think is a really cool six letter word and it gets you six points. But you can yeah, you can uh if you can combine words in in some interesting ways, yeah, you can get a lot more points out of it. So I'll I'll probably mention Scrabble uh-huh. uh later on in this list.
1: Oh I dare you. <laughs> okay, that's good.
0: Um uh, all right, what are we uh that was your eighth? Yep. Uh, okay, my it's, it's also a word game. I, I like word games. I love doing crosswords, and this this, this game is a bit like that. Uh, it's a game called Boggle. Boggle. Is oh, a, that's a good one. Boggle is a word that once, by a time back, back in the early '80s, when before my brother had moved back to Michigan, but when he'd he'd come back to visit over holidays, and we got into a, a, a period where we were just playing game after game after game of Boggle. And uh, what what Boggle is, it's a, it's got 16 different uh, letter cubes, and you you shake them all up, and, and they form a, a random pattern of these 16 cubes, and you just have to find words of, of three letters or more uh, in the uh, in in the the matrix there, and and the, the the fun thing that where my brother and I made it really really fun is when one of us would five if we'd see a five letter word or more you had to call it out you wouldn't say what the word is but you would just kind of like say ooh fiber and then it would just it would let your opponent know that oh i, I found one and then it kind of adds a little level of uh intensity to the game um,
1: oh, okay and would also throw off their train of thought because now all of a sudden they're looking for that one word
0: Absolutely, yeah. And then if all of a sudden you go, ooh, five, or, ooh, six, sir, and you start you start running them off, yeah, you can really kind of get, in, you try and get in their head some. I like it. But my brother and I played – we played many, many uh, games of Boggle, and he won almost all of them.
1: Well, you'll get him now, George. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I, for, I forgot about that game, and it might have cracked the top ten if I had remembered yeah. that. Um, my number seven yeah, – but- is Yahtzee. Okay. Um, now, if I can't imagine that people don't know that, but I am a recovering quadriplegic, and by what I mean by recovering is I've got I can move my hands and my legs, so I'm getting better. But so I use this game as part of my therapy. Nice. Um, so what I do right now is I am able to put the dice in the cup and then you know tip the cup over. And then I have – that's all in one hand. The other hand, I have, like, Uh, something that helps me hold a pen. So I'm actually able to – I I blew up a scorecard to, like, eight and a half by 11. And I'm actually able to write the scores in there, Uh, although, you know, pretty sloppily sometimes. But, anyways, it's a good way for me to pass some time and also get some work with my hands.
0: That's great.
1: But – the thing about Yahtzee, I am obsessed. We can talk strategy. Now. I am obsessed with that 35 points on the top. Oh, absolutely. I have to, I have to get my 3 of each and I will I will take chance before I would take like two fours or something like that. Oh. I had to have that. I agree. Um I agree. And then if you get if you get four fives or four sixes, now you're playing with the house money. Now I could I could take two Ones or two twos, but um, yep. I I was always into that.
0: Oh and yeah, and you know if you got because the the magic number was sixty three, right? It was sixty three in the top.
1: Yep. Yet, which is when you get three of like
0: each, sixty or sixty one or sixty two, and yeah, it would, like ruin your day.
1: It would, and then you'd always kind of fall into a full house. You never, does you know, you ever had to roll for a full house? It would just happen. Yeah, and then. Small straights, kind of the same thing.
0: Small straights, And you you know,
1: Yep, and then large straights, you're always, you're always struggling for those. You get like a two, three, four, and now you got to go, boy, I got to, you know, I need a large straight, now I got to get a 1 and a 5. Yep. Oh, the, that, would, that would be the most aggravating. And I know I'm over-dramatizing a game, but <laughs> still, that's what I thought about when I'd play Yahtzee. Uh,
0: yep, great game. Again, not on my list. But uh I, that's another game I used to play with with my brother, the same brother a lot um, and uh, uh, you know one thing I noticed about you know we'd we play a number of games and and the final score often would be very similar to like a baseball average, like your finals and I always, so I always figured that you know 300 I always wanted to get a score of 300 ah, okay that was like batting 300 in baseball if I could get a 300 score in Yahtzee. Oh, very good. Yeah.
1: Very good. I like that. Okay. What I think, so that's my number seven. So what do you got for number uh, seven?
0: My number seven, it's, it's another one of the, one of the newer games. It was a, it's a great family game. Another game that we've played with it, with our family, uh, many times, especially during holidays, this game called cranium, uh, cranium is, is a game that is, that's the idea is to use all parts of your brain. So there's, there's generally four categories. There's one category that's just like like trivia, you know trivia so if you land on that category you have to answer a trivia question to get credit uh there's another category that's uh i think it's like words uh words and definitions uh another category is more like artistic and how oh, and and i'm i'm kind of i'm forgetting what the uh what the other category was, but the idea was that it 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 wasn't it didn't just reward you if you knew a lot of trivia and a lot of facts, but if you had a more artistic nature, uh, then you could get awarded for that too. So it it, it had a, a kind of a good balancing effect in the play of the game.
1: I am familiar with Cranium. Have you ever played Cranium with your mother? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I've played it with mine, and that is hilarious. Okay. Uh, you talked about I won't go into details, but one of the things cards she had was, sometimes you have to imp- impersonate a person, yeah. and she did. She drew Elvis <laughs> Presley, and we still talk about that to this day. It was so horrible, yet so funny. <laughs> but that's my cranium story. So yeah. I'm familiar with that one. That, that's been around for a little while. Yeah, like you would have to you have to make stuff out of clay and yep. all yep. that. Oh yeah, I remember all that. Yep.
0: So yeah, you, know, you always got Play-Doh, and you always. When you play the game, if you haven't played it in a year, you gotta make sure the play doh is still pliable. Otherwise if it's just turned into a hard rock, you can't play cranium, so Right. So yeah, you got But you know, yeah, it's it's yeah, there's drawing and, and so yeah, like half the game is, is artistic in nature and half the game is, is you know, you know, it's like right brain and left brain.
1: Right, good. Like it. Okay, my number six is also recently doubled as a therapy game for me, and that is trouble. Um, okay. I like trouble because they have those small pieces, so I'm working on picking them up and moving them around the board. Um, I don't have enough strength to hit the popomatic bubble, I'm afraid. Okay. So I have to just roll another piece a, a die. But normally, I love to play trouble, and I would, and I love to send people home. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everybody knows how to play trouble, so I won't go into that. But um, you know, similar to sorry, uh, well, you get you want to start a fight at the table or have somebody mad at you the rest of the night, just keep sending them home in trouble.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's more fun to send them home than it is to get your own piece in, right? It's just...
1: just about. Or how about when you were you have one more to go and you're like right at your doorstep and you're sweating, like you can only, you know, you have to have a, a three or something. It's the only number you can get. And there's two guys bearing down on you. You know, <laughs> yeah. I I, had, I, could, I could hardly... I contain my heartbeat.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You start sweating bullets, and you're and just hoping they go past you.
1: Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that was number six for me. So
0: number, my number six is by far the oldest game, probably that we'll talk about today. Uh, but it's just it's one of the old classics. And it's simply it's chess. Uh, chess is a game that I really kind of I I got a huge interest in it in. Uh, in fourth grade, fourth grade, there's like a, a bunch of us. So we all learn the rules of chess and, and the, the rules are pretty simple, but it's just, you know, the game is, it's highly complex. Uh, it, in you know, no two games of chess are, are the same, the same way twice. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, I guess, I guess one of, one of my best m- memories is, uh, Playing with a with a kid in fourth grade, and his name was Dirk Clark, and I just remember playing with him uh, a lot. And but unfortunately, he got he got seriously ill, like at, at one point, point, like by fifth grade, he was, you know, he was out of school. And then we we learned later that that he passed. And uh, but I always I always kind of so I, whenever I think of chess, I kind of I think of Dirk. Going going back to those
1: those old days. But uh, and- Yeah, you know, I like chess and I like the strategy of it. I don't play it very often, but um my aunt, she used to be a world traveler and she you know, twenty five years ago she brought me this chess set home from that's hand carved from Indonesia. And I don't know how she now, now that I think about it. I don't know how she got it home on a plane. <laughs> like the board, it's a tall marble. The board weighed board weighs 20 pounds. Wow! And then all the pieces, like another 20 pounds. It's it's really nice. It's beautiful. Wow! Um, I pretty much use it at, just as a decoration now. But um, I like I like chess. Um, I like playing against a person that's not now no no better than I am. Oh yeah! Like you know, like there's all these you know the Sworkowski defense or something that you can do, and and I don't understand all that. And like some, and if you like the first three moves, somebody knows what you're doing. I've never played with pretty people like that, but yeah. I imagine when you get to that level, that's what you have to know.
0: Yeah, I and and I'm I'm certainly not at that level by by any stretch. And I you know it's it's a game that I haven't really played in a long time. It's it is another game that I played with my brother Russell a lot. Uh, again, he 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 always beat me. Um, but he, but he did tell me his, his strategy and he plays just kind of an an attrition style of chess where he said, all he ever tried to do was just get one piece ahead of the other person. And if you can get one piece ahead of the other person, then you can just like play exchange with them for the rest of the game. And then, you know, and just kind of like wear them down that way. So,
1: you know, I think I was always afraid to use my queen, Yeah. Um, but, but I think it's, I mean, she could go everywhere. It's a good strategy to get her out there, but boy, if you. Lose your queen, you got problems.
0: Yeah, yeah, that kind of sinks you.
1: Yep. All right. Okay, my number five. I might have to explain this game. This game's called CLR. Um, have you ever heard of that one? No, I have not. Okay, it's played with three die, three dice, <clears throat> and they have two C's on each one, two L's on one, and two R's on one. What it stands for is center, left, and right. Okay. You can play with as many people as you want and you have like you usually play with money. Um you know, I play, play with pennies to so it wouldn't be too much bloodshed. But what you would do is um roll the dice and if you got like two Cs and an L, you'd have to put two of your pennies in the middle and those are gone forever and you'd have to pass one to the player on your left. And it would just roll around the table until only one person had any pennies left Till they were all, everything was in the middle. Okay. And so you were never out of the game. So even if I ran out of pennies, but then the next person to, to next to my right rolled an L they'd have to give me one of their pennies. So now all of a sudden I'm back in the game and I could, you know, potentially have to sit out five or six hands, but once I get a penny back, I'm back in it. Okay. And, um, we we had a huge Christmas party one year. I remember for Sarah's staff at the school, and we had like fifteen people standing <laughs> around a pool table, and we were playing at CLR, and everybody's loud, and it was great. That was like the one of the best games I ever played. Huh. But that's um, that's all it is. It's it's three dice, and they give you some, they give you a very few amount of like crummy, cheap looking poker chips that you yeah. could play with, but uh, so how we usually the, bring out the money.
0: So how does the game end?
1: As soon as well, whoever, whoever is the only person that has any money. So let's say yeah. I have, I have one penny and you have one penny left. Yeah. And if I roll, I, so I only roll one die because I only have one penny. Okay. If I roll a C, so now it goes in the middle never be seen from again, and you're the only one to ever that that has a penny, so you win. So I, I win the pot. Well, yeah, you would. Yeah, you'd win the pot. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha.
0: All right. So,
1: cool. so it's pretty worthwhile, especially for big groups. You wouldn't want to play it with two people or anything. But, but uh, you know, if you had, you know, sometimes when you have like six people, it's hard to find a game to play. And that's a good one to do. Oh,
0: OK. I, I never heard of that one. That's kind of cool.
1: OK. So <laughs> your number five.
0: My number five. Um, I'm going to, this is going to be kind of like a one game slash another game. Uh, cause they're kind of, they're basically the same game, but it's, it's another, another big chapel family game. Uh, and when the kids were younger, it was a game that we, that I, I bought, uh, I found it's called apples to apples. And what apples to apples is, it's, it's a game where you get, you get like red cards and, and green cards. And so everyone gets a, gets a stack, I think of five, they get five, like a hand of five green cards. And they, they draw a red card, and the red card has a as a as a word on it, you know, like I don't know, Colorado. And then everyone else around the table has to pull out from one from their hand of the green card, the card that they think re- most resembles Colorado, you know. And it could be usually they're like adjectives or verbs or, or something like that. And then the person that drew the card looks at all the all the ones card submitted and he picks the one that that is that he thinks is most like Colorado. And so that person gets that card. Whoever collects like uh you know like six red cards or you know wins. Um so but it's just kind of a game, you know, that that of like word association that can be kind of funny. But the the slash to this game that's very much like apples to apples is is a more adult version. It's called Cards Against Humanity. And for the most part, this is this is all we, we play now in our family because you know the kids the kids are all adults now, so you know we can all and but it's it's a much more R and potentially X rated version of, of the same game. Uh, so it, yeah, so Cards Against Humanity you wouldn't want to play, you know, with with younger kids. You know that for that one you play apples to apples, but as, as you get older you play Cards Against Humanity, and it it's it, it, it can be it can be quite funny.
1: I'm very familiar with apples to apples, not the, uh, not the second game mentioned, but apples to apples is on my honorable mention list. So my favorite part of apples to apples is how everybody lobbies the person that's picking like, Oh, this is such a great answer, you know? And, uh, (laughs) and, and if they don't pick them, you know, you just turn on them instantly. Like you're an idiot. How could you not pick that? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so I I like apples to apples. We have that one. Oh. And then the thing is, like you have all those the green cards that you collect are all a bunch of adjectives, and those are supposedly supposed to describe you when the game gets done.
0: Oh, is that right? I think
1: I said I, that's how we play it. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, well, if you, if you like apples to apples, I highly recommend you looking into Cards Against Humanity. I think it's mostly just available uh, online but I think I I've, I've actually seen it now in uh in game stores.
1: There there's still brick and mortar stores out there.
0: I was I was in one in Grand Rapids just last week. I was it surprised the hell out of me but they actually had I'll cards be there. and they had cards against humanity on the shelf. So
1: Okay, I figured yeah. it is all just amazon.com.
0: Yeah, well, that you can you can go there too.
1: Okay, you've never heard of this game number 4. And it was, my kids and I, favorite game. The name of the game is Peanut Panic. Okay. Um, and I, we found it. I don't know how we even heard about it, but we found it at like a Target or a Toys R Us, and it was this sad sack game. The box was like all taped up, yeah. and um, it was just only one of them there. And I don't know why. We must have bought it because it was like on such – super duper clearance so we bought it yeah and what it what it is it's pretty cool the uh the mechanics involved is really cool so obviously uh the the character you're 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 a peanut and (laughs) you have you have two of them and the object is to use it's for younger kids because you spin and you get a color so you move it to the next color so if you're on a yellow and you get uh, another yellow then you go to the Whatever the next unoccupied yellow space is, and certain spaces are in what's called the danger zone. And what the danger zone is, there's a there's an evil like shovel a stump truck that moves around the track. <laughs> when you land, when you roll a red or when you land on red, and it randomly puts down its shovels and it picks up the peanuts it could possibly pick up your peanut and throw it in the back of its dump truck. And then it continues all the way around the track doing that. And then, and then it just, it dumps it back in this, in this, in this little bowl at the start line and you have to start all over again. I mean, it's just, it's just the engineering that went into this game okay. that I had never heard of. That was so cool. I mean, when we play it even today, um, cause it's just, it's just so funny, okay. You know, and you just you're just hoping that that sh- the guy's shovel doesn't come down and scoop you off into oblivion. <laughs> I've
0: I've never heard of that.
1: But look it up, George. You're gonna you won't regret it.
0: Okay, peanut panic. I will have a look it up. Okay, that was that was four. Yep. Okay, so my number four, my number four. Uh, it is just a, a great, great game. I remember uh this was a, a really popular game in college for a while. Uh and it's actually in college where I learned to play it, but I I liked it so much that I had to had to get a copy of my own. Uh and, and used to play with with uh with the family, but it's a game called Risk. Risk is basically a game of, of, of world domination where you, you have these armies uh, all around the country and you you, you amass these, these huge armies and you attack neighboring countries and you try and get rid of their armies so you can move your armies into that neighboring country. Uh, and ultimately, you want to try and, you know, the first thing you want to try and do is take over continents because if you take over continents, then you can end up with, with even more armies. And the more armies you can get, the, the further you can go. Uh, and then ultimately ultimately take over the world now it's it's a six-player game and usually what would happen is after the first round you almost always two of the people would be like get get knocked out so then the 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 real heart of the game kind of became this struggle with you know three or four people and it ultimately would come down to two people um but it's a great it's a great game of of strategy of diplomacy. there's a lot of diplomacy in the game uh you can you can work with your you can kind of create alliances and then kind of like turn out, turn your and backstab your ally. And, and uh, it's, but it was, it was also featured in a, uh, in an episode of Seinfeld where uh, Newman and, uh, and Kramer were playing, playing this game of risk and they didn't trust each other. So they, they had to keep the, the game in Jerry's apartment, but then, you know, they would, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, I don't know. They're like here taking the game with them everywhere. They take it on the subway with them, and, and uh, I think Jerry, at one point, Jerry called it a game of world domination by two people who can't even control their own lives.
1: Yeah, but if, uh, if you hadn't if you hadn't brought that up, I was definitely going to say since uh, we lean heavily towards the Seinfeld world, and all things that happen in the world are from Seinfeld. Oh yeah, I was going to I was going to bring up that risk game. Okay. <laughs>
0: So yeah, so anyways, Risk is my number four. It's it's a it's a great game, but you can also get a lot of, you can,
1: get you, you can can get some some anger. <laughs> yeah, and you gotta have a lot of time to play that game. Yeah, that's... Um, I've played Risk and it's pretty cool, but it does take a while. And Even if you're, and it it could be a slow death too. You could be, no, you're not gonna win, but it could still take another twenty minutes before they finally wipe you out. Yeah. That's my only thing about that. Yeah. Okay, number three um, is dominoes, but not the kind of dominoes that maybe you see old men play in the park or yeah. stuff like that. I don't even know how that game is played. Um, we play uh, two different types of games, and we've had dominoes that go from 1 through 12. Uh, I think you've even buy buying them to go through 15. Okay. But um, we play a game called – there's a game called oh. Chicken Foot and there's a game called uh, Train. And so Chicken Foot is where, you you know, you start out by whatever the highest double, whoever has the highest double, you put it in the middle. Yeah. And everybody builds off of that. And you can play anywhere on the board. So if you put down, so if the middle number was a six – and you put down a six and a five, I could put something with a five yeah. uh, up against it. I don't, I don't have to just play on my stuff. But what would happen is when you play, if you had a double of something, say you put down your six and your five, and I had a double five, I put down my double five, and this creates a chicken foot. What happens is now it's a log jam until we get three dominoes that start with a five. Okay. So that creates the chicken foot. You so it's like three branches off of that double. And so this is where, if you don't have any, you have to draw. And so this is where you can get more dominoes. So the winner is whoever goes out first, and then everybody adds up the points left in their hand. And uh, so the object is to have the least amount of points. And you play, in our case, you play 13 hands because you got to have You have to start with double zero all the way through double 12. Okay. Okay. Now Mexican, Mexican train starts the same way. Uh, It starts with the double, but what you have two different ways of starting. You can only, well, you you normally play just on your own. So let's say it's double 11. You want to make a train in front of you. Okay. It's going to go, it has to start with an 11 and say, you've got an 11 and a nine. Then you have to, have a nine that connects to that. But, you know, maybe you got good dominoes, maybe you don't have good dominoes. So what you have to do is there's also a thing called, like, the bone pile. If you if you have a double and you can match it, like, say, I have a double five, and I also have something that starts with a five, you can play that off in the corner, and everybody has rights to be playing off of those dominoes. So if you don't have – if you can't okay. work on your train – you can at least play um, off that bone pile. If you can't do either, you have to draw. And when you draw your, your, your line becomes eligible for people to play on. Okay. You play on it. And uh, that's very confusing. I know, but um, (laughs) so I guess, I guess chicken foot would be a lot earlier, but anyways, if you told me to play regular dominoes, you know, like people play, I have no idea. So that's what we, uh, but, uh, that's a good game. It's it's a good three or four person game, but it does take a while. Um, okay. It takes a good two to two and a half hours to play. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, my my experience with dominoes is mostly just you kind know, of like setting them up and you know and, and knocking knocking them over.
1: Right. Uh, right.
0: Dominoes more as a as a toy rather than a game.
1: Correct. That's true. Okay. okay. Well, that was, that took up a lot of time. I apologize for that. But what's your number three?
0: Well, my number three we've already talked about. I, Scrabble comes in at, at number three for me, which we we talked about. But, uh, yeah, I've played many, many, many great great games with that one. So but uh, so we, we've, we've covered Scrabble, so we can, let's move on.
1: Okay, number two is a game that I love. It's an old game, but Sarah absolutely hates it. So I can never play when she's at the table. Uh, I have to play, like, maybe with – just uh the kids or or just with my mom and dad when they're up with play but it's called racco you ever heard of racco i have
0: heard of racco that was that's an old chapel family game i think my yeah be- uh,
1: i lo- i like that one so everybody gets 10 cards the cards are just numbered 1 through 60 and you as you receive the cards you just have to agree ahead of time whether you're going to start from the front or the back you just put the cards in your rack and you end up having a mess. Yeah. So now what you have to do is you have to get them, arrange them in order from, you know, high, from lowest to highest. Yep. And to make it even more difficult, you have to have three in a row, three right in sequence. Yeah. And the way you do that is just through, you know, other people's discards yep. and you have to take chances. Am I going to, is this a big enough gap in between cards? and things like that, but uh, that's an oldie and a goodie, and it's a it's a four-player game max, um, but uh, I like that one. The best part is when you win, you get to yell, Racco, <laughs> that, that gets everybody upset, and yeah. who doesn't like to be the heel, right?
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, oh. I, I do remember that game.
1: All right. Good. You you haven't played it in a while though, huh?
0: I I have not played it in in, probably since I was a kid, but I do remember. Okay. I remember, I remember the plastic racks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said racks, (laughs) Well, yeah, it's true. Okay. George, what you got for number two? My
0: number two is a game. Every, everyone knows it kind of took the world by storm back in the early eighties. It's trivial pursuit. Uh, Absolutely, just love this game when it came out because I, I'm, I'm just a guy that that loves trivia. I love all sorts of trivia, sports, history, geography, uh, you know, movies, all entertainment, all that stuff. And, and Trivial Pursuit had it all. Uh, you know, you you go around the board and you have to answer, you have to collect pies from each of the different categories, and uh, and it's just one of those games that 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 I've I've always loved and to 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 this day, uh, Gretz and i we'll, we'll go out on, on our deck in the evening, and we'll we'll just take in like an old box of Trivial Pursuit cards and and the game that we, we call it is uh, we call it Quizmaster, and we, just, and we just draw a card and ask each other questions out of the deck and, and, uh, and, but you know, so either playing the actual game of Trivial Pursuit itself or just opening up a box of cards and just asking questions. Uh, yep. Always just love that game.
1: Yep, that is a good game. Um, um, and w- I think, believe that showed up in Seinfeld too, and you, it was one of your all-time favorite episodes.
0: Okay, r- r- the Moops. Cover. Oh, oh God.
1: the me. Moops. Yeah, Moops. Of course. What am I thinking? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, so that yeah, I I well, I, oh, I like to pursue. Did you ever buy any of the add-ons? Like I had like the eighties I might have had a sports one
0: yep. too. I I have the sports one, it was green. Uh yeah. we've got the original, we've got like the they, they came out with the second edition that was yellow. Uh there was another one that came out in the nineties. We've got I've I've probably got I've probably got five different versions of Trivial Pursuit.
1: I think when they put out those specialized questions, those are Way harder than the original game. Um, I got frustrated by those. Like even the sports ones, seemed to me that they were really, really hard. You had to
0: know your stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen any any of those more recent ones. I think the most recent ones we you know like through the '90s. I think as late as I go.
1: Okay. So. Well, I still I have still have the original Trivial Pursuit. I should take a look at that. But right now it's just more fun. Just to fire questions back and forth.
0: Oh, That's a good one. Oh
1: yeah. All right. Okay. Number one is Uno. Oh. That's, okay. Which makes sense. That's uh, Uno is Espanol for number one. Look how smart I am. <laughs> um man, I played a lot of Uno in college and somehow we turned it into a drinking game. <laughs> um and and we we'd play uh I've played it before, where, like if, like a uh, draw two, and then you could play another draw two, which makes it a draw four, and you don't have to draw, and then another one play. Somebody could play draw two on that until they ran out, so you could end up like a a draw twelve or something like that. (laughs) And we did that up school a lot, and then or mix a draw four in there. You could put a draw four on that, all of a sudden it's a draw eight, and uh, that that when you get you know so many. (laughs) cards in your hand you have no idea what's going on uh and it gets a little frustrating you miss miss out on your getting rid of your wild cards and all that stuff but that's just a good game uh you can play any number of people and if you play you know regular uno it's it's not too painful you play it nice and fast and yep. um you know you can, I'm always up for a game of uno for oh, sure oh you can play with a good
0: game to play with kids too yep yep yeah. All right, um, okay, well, my number one, it's kind of a, I'm, I'm going with a co- kind of a collection of games here because they're all kind of interrelated, uh, but by far, my absolute all-time favorite games in the, my entire life are, I'm categorizing as baseball board games. Uh, with these games, I mean, I go all the way back to when I was a kid, Cateco All-Star Spinner Baseball. I had that. Uh, graduated from that to, to Batter Up Baseball, which was, a, was basically a dice game with uh, pitchers, you know, uh, full major league teams. Uh, went on to APBA. that I know you and I played many, many games of, of APBA back in college. Yeah. All the way up to what I consider the absolute best baseball board game of all time. It's called Pursue the Pennant. And Pursue the Pennant uh is it's a really fast playing game, but it's it's very detailed. Uh has all sorts of you know, it has righty lefties, uh ballpark effects, you know, so different ballparks are affect you differently. Uh they you know, take into account wind and fielding and conditions and uh, but it's just, uh, and in, in, in the, the kind of thing that the games themselves are fun, but what I think what makes these games even, even better in my mind is that you kind of create a whole narrative with them. You don't just play a game and then you, and then you're done. You play a game and then you compile the stats and you compile win loss records and you can play whole seasons, uh, of these games. And it, and it creates it's a little bit i think what the the uh the dungeons and dragons people kind of feel with they're they're not just playing a game they're creating a narrative they're creating this universe or this world where they kind of that that you know they kind of create well it's the same thing with these these baseball board games and playing all these games we kind of create this whole world uh where all these teams exist and you know we and you have you create all-star teams and and postseason play and MVP awards and it it, it really just kind of becomes a whole world unto itself. So.
1: Well, I would mock you for your nerdism, but I did the exact same thing. And I remember our we but up at school we played all. You played the National League season and I played the American League season, yeah. and then we met in a World Series and we had all the stats and. That was kind of the best thing, was keeping the stats. Now, it would be really easy now. You could buy it on a computer. Or even if you played the dice game, you could do stats on an Excel spreadsheet. But we were, like, erasing things. Yeah. Like, okay, he was 2 for 18. Now he's 3 for 21. Right. We're erasing and recalculating averages. It was nuts. That's why I didn't get a 4-point in college, barely got a three point. So I was doing all, spending all my time doing that.
0: Well, and I think it was that kind of thing that prompted your 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 mom to tell us, this. "Boy, if if you guys ever you know put your put your efforts to something productive, you could really do something with your lives."
1: Yep, but, you're right. She always she but, hounds me to, the, to this day.
0: But you, uh, but going back to that World Series that we played, you know, and 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 part of and talking about the world that we created. Yeah you know, the Dodgers won the National League so what I did is I I put like a, a sign that said Dodgers team bus on my car and I put I, <laughs> I put my cards in the back seat so they were like they were the, the team sitting in the back and I drove to your house and when right. I got to your house you had the Oakland A's and they were they won the American League and when I got to your house you you kind of like had the same thing set up you like you had like this whole scoreboard set up and you had like little cut out numbers that we could hang on the scoreboard and the scoreboard even had like advertisements on it. Like I think you had like Marlboro cigarettes and and a couple things on the on the scoreboard. So, you know, it it is it's it's more than just the game. It's it's it is a it's a, a world that you create which, which just really made it very memorable.
1: Yeah, I think we lost a lot of people now. I think they they've written us off into nerd
0: <laughs> Well, That's okay.
1: We used we used to be movie movie critics and uh, Seinfeld lovers, and now we're just we're just crazy gamers. But hey, we are what we are. It's all part of the part of the the makeup of us, right?
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: Okay, well, uh, sorry fans and fannies for taking so long to get another one out. But you heard the reasons. Um, we tell your friends. Um, we're getting pretty decent response, but. Uh, I'd always like to get more people listening to our listen to how crazy we are, and um, we will have another one next week. I imagine, George, I would we'll be talking about that later. Yep, okay, very good. So that was board games, and uh, if you've got better ones, uh, too bad. We already named it, yeah, ones, so. <laughs> Okay, buddy, take care of yourself.
0: All right, man.
1: uh, Tell your mom I says hi, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. I,
0: I will. Thank you very much. All right, man. All right, bye. Okay, bye.